perhaps you're attracted to self-management, um, but at the same time, you're kind of battling with a little voice that says that, hey, you know, self-management, that sounds pretty risky, right? I mean, it's still pretty new and mysterious and untested and experimental, right? And the answer is no, <laughs> it's not risky. Um, it's not experimental. It's not new. Um, I mean, take organizations that I've um, written about in my book, uh, like Sun Hydraulics and Morningstar. Both of them were founded in 1970. So, you know, we're close to having 50 years of, of you know, experience with them. Uh, W.L. Gore, the maker of Gore-Tex, uh, was founded in 1958 based on self-managing principles. Um, Favi in the north of France uh, was a traditional organization and was taken over um, in 1983 by Jean-Francois Aubrist and, and then made the shift to self-management. Um, so there's a number of organizations out there who've been operating like this for decades. Um, they've gone through, um, you know, numerous recessions, like they're all in pretty cyclical industries. Um, and they've come very strongly out of all of these recessions. So um, this is by no means untested, right? And if we look even beyond sort of the, the corporate world, right? Um, you know, for even longer than that, we've had um, sort of, you know, special operations units in the army, right? The, the elite intervention units, uh, like the Navy SEALs, the, you know, the, the kind of units that go uh, drop behind enemy lines to uh, kill bin Laden. Um, these kind of units have been self-managing, uh, forever, because it's simply impossible to operate in that kind of complexity without self-management, right? There's this wonderful book um, called Teams of Teams that, by General McChrystal that uh, explains that very well. Um, if you want to look at a whole different beast and a whole different scale, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, um, you know, was founded in 1930s and has now 1.8 million people in 100,000 units, um, groups that are you know, entirely self-managing. So um, this is by not new by by any means. Um, and uh, there's a wonderful book called Age of Heretics. If you're really interested in that history, um, you know it, it chronicles um, all these earlier experiences and earlier in the century, um, in, in the 20th century. Um, and you know, every time there was a, a place, a factory that adopted self-management, you know, the results were pretty spectacular. Everybody came in and see it. Now, back in those days, quite a few of these experiments only lasted for a while until a traditional manager came up and changed that um, and, you know, went back to more uh, traditional management style. But, but all of these examples were, were successful. Um, so, so this is not new um, by any means. Um, it might be new in your industry, depending on what industry you're in. Um, if you're in, say, manufacturing, or if you say in consulting, um, if you're in a tech startup, well, then we have lots of other examples of organizations that operate in, with self-management. Um, but um, you know, we, we don't have yet, say, ten banks who operate entirely in a self-managing way. Um, also, we have some pockets and experiments. Um, we don't have yet ten hospitals that operate in a self-managing way. Um, although there are some early experiments. Um, so maybe in your domain, you might be one of the pioneers and 
Um, but even then, you know, this isn't new. Um, you know, you there's all of this knowledge that you can f fall back onto, right? Um, because we really know not only the principles of self-management, but actually the detailed practices, right? We know that for self-management to work, you need to change how we do um, decision-making. We need to change how you deal with conflict. Um, we need to change how performance management works. So there's a number of these sort of building blocks that we know need to be shifted, upgraded when you go to self-management. And we pretty well know how these work, um, and they're pretty well documented. You know, in, in my book, in other books, um, there's a, a wiki uh, based on reinventing organizations that documents these, these practices. So, um, you know, not only the principles, but the actual practices are really quite well understood. So, um, the goal is, of course, not to blindly copy any of this, but it will also be stupid to ignore this and to try to reinvent the wheel. So for now, the number of self-managing organizations uh, out there are still, of course, in a minority compared to traditional hierarchy. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's new or untested or risky, right? And some people will, of course, tell you that it is because they don't know about this, right? They haven't read about this, they haven't visited, they haven't seen um, that how self-management works. And so because it's new and they can't wrap their head around it, they will tell you, oh, what you're doing is crazy and it's risky, and... but it's not. Right? Um, we know that unless you do something kind of foolish, which is to deconstruct the old world, but then fail to reconstruct something else, right? Fail to adopt these different building blocks that I was talking about. Um, yeah, unless you do something foolish, the results are spectacular pretty much every single time, right? And for obvious reasons, like, you know, give people decision-making power, you know, people uh, will make better decisions, faster decisions, more decisions, uh, people are more motivated, um, you know, so there's lots of understandable reasons why this would work so well. Um, so uh, don't believe that this is risky, that this is crazy. Um, what you might want to do is, is really learn a lot more about this, read more about this, maybe visit some places um, for you to really understand this deeply, um, deeply in your bones. Um, I've come now to the conclusion that if I were to start a business, uh, doing it in a traditional way would feel risky to me, right? It, it, it would feel risky to my integrity, um, probably would be risky to my mental health and that of, of other people. And, you know, I, I think I would take uh, risks even financially. Um, so, uh, you know, misunderstanding number one, uh, self-management is not new, untested or risky. Perhaps you've noticed, there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.